Thank you for choosing uh, Rosie's Finding Home for your for your podcast needs. Here at Rosie's, we're devoted to seeing you thrive, to seeing you embrace yourself and all that you were supposed to be, all that you were ever supposed to be. Um, here at Rosie's, we, we believe that first off, you have to be yourself. You have to bring yourself to, to the job, to story. And if you can bring yourself to the story, then you can, you can do anything. You have, you have once, you're, once you are at your own story, that's when you have ultimate power. That's when you have ultimate power over your life. And you know who you are, and you know why you're on this freaking earth for. So many of us live our lives for other people when we have the answers to our problems. We have our own way of answering our problems. It's unique. Everyone is unique. Everyone has a vision. Everyone has a story. Everyone has goals. Everyone needs something different. A new part of their life that needs to be followed, needs to be invested in. And hey, our stories can impact each other's. Our stories can change other people's lives, the people around us. That's what? We can inspire change in their life. We don't have to do this alone. In fact, we shouldn't. Because our lives are made better by other people's contributions. We can do this on our own. We can't. We could try to do this on our own. But too many of us will find out that nobody can do it on their own. Because you're limited. You're a limited human being. I'm limited. We don't have everything we need in our lives to, you know, change the world. We don't, on our, in ourselves, have everything we need for that. We need each other. In the words of the Buddha, we all are parts of God. We all have little gods within us, you know, making, making us better. And when we listen, truly listen, to other people's thoughts and opinions, that's when our lives are made better. Okay, so the idea, someone says, hey, I'm sorry, you're right, you can do this, you, I need, you, need, you might need help, but I can do this on my own. I can do this on my own and I don't need anyone else, you know, because I am special. I'm pretty good at this, hey. I've been doing this life thing for so long. I'm good. Why would I need someone else? Why would I need anyone else's help? The answer, it makes your life easier. It makes your life easier when you listen to other people. It, it places, it takes away a lot of the, the questions, a lot of the worries that you might have. It takes away a lot of the worries when you, when you ask other people for help. When you sit down with people and you're like, hey, can you, I don't know what I'm doing. 
I need help. I need a lot of help. Uh, I need help, you know? <laughs> and they're like, hey, you're right, you need help. Here's some help. How's that? That's, that's when your life has changed. Your life is made better by those around you who help you out. And I didn't realize that for a long time that I need help and that I can't do this on my own. But at the same time, that I can't just rely on other people. That I have to also, you know, rely on myself. I have to believe in who I am. I can't just, you know, pretend to be someone I'm not. I could try. I'm probably decent at it. I have. I have actually done it in my past. No, no, no. I want, I desire to be myself. I want to be me. I want to, I want to live my life because I know that that life is important. But it hasn't always been easy for me to find that life. For me to, to find who I am and why I am. You know? It's, it's often really hard to figure out who you are. Even in, even when it's just staring at you in your face. You know, it's really hard to, to realize your voice, your, your voice, your power. When you don't believe in your power, it's, it becomes really hard for you to believe that you can have power. Especially when people around you have been um, holding you back for a long time. Um, they've told you who to be. They've told you, um, they've told you who to be. They've told you who you can't be and who you should be. And they told you exactly that. What you, what you, what you're scared of now is that they might be right. You can't be that. I can't be myself because. What if they don't like me? What if I don't like me? What if I don't know who I am? And, and this is my story. This podcast is my story of trying to figure out who I am and being okay with who I am. So, I grew up in a family where being gay, being trans, was one of the worst things you could be. It was one of the worst, one of the, one of the one things, one of the only things that you couldn't be and be Christian. You couldn't be trans and Christian. Those things don't go together. Those things are, they're, they're, not, they're not supposed to go together. They're not supposed to, to flow. They're supposed to be aliens from each other. So I grew up in this in a, in a rather nice house in Houston. Um, I remember a story. I remember, I remember um, going to the dinner table and looking really effeminate. My parents kept telling me to go change. I remember other times when, when I would be sitting there and I'd be eating and I wouldn't be eating correctly or something. My hand would be too limp. My, you know, mannerisms might not be right. You know, my, my voice too high. Something's wrong. Always. 
And there was always something to nitpick. Some part of me that wasn't what they wanted me to be. You know what I'm saying? So they would be like, you're weird, you're awkward, you don't, I, don't, I don't know how to talk to you. Um, you should probably talk about stuff that's interesting and not absolutely useless junk all the time. Which is actually one of my, one of my favorite parts about myself. Because I, as I have so much useless junk at my disposal that it's like outrageous, you know. And it's always, it's always like it's ever increasing. I need to know more. I have this desire to, to create this desire to, to get to know people, to to understand their story, to to use that as as inspiration for my life and those around me, and. I think that's one of the reasons I've created this podcast and um, website. Um, you know, when I... Yeah, so I grew up in this household where I was not accepted by any means. And when I graduated high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Because I had never been able to fully explore who I am in order to figure out what I wanted to do. You know, I was, I was there and I was like, okay, so I exist. Um, we, should do, we should do some volunteer work, you know, uh, with, this, with this church organization. That sounds like fun. So I decided to join this church organization, uh, YWAM, and I volunteered with them for a year in this gorgeous city in northern India. Dharamsala, the city of the, the, the Dalai Lama. And I learned so much about the people of Tibet and their story is so insane. It's like this powerful story that hits you and makes you cry because it's powerful and it's true. And I hope to talk about get someone on there from their talk at some point. But you know, it's, 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 it's one of the deepest and hardest stories that I've ever had to witness. And it, <coughs> it changed my life. If these people can be themselves, even if it means that they go to jail or something, then why can't I be myself? What, what's holding me back? There's no threat of prison time or... Um, someone trying to beat me up or kill me. I have none of those things. So what is my excuse? Why don't I be myself? Was what I learned in that year. In India. Um, so after I got back from India, I decided to go to college. Because why not? Because college is what we'll do, right? So I decided to go to college. I went to college for um, seminary. And... I I kind of enjoyed it, but at the same time, as soon as I got to this really conservative school, Oklahoma Christian University, I realized that I did not fit in. That I was a super, super non-conservative person going to the super conservative school. And I didn't really fit in there, but then I... Sorry to fall in love with this guy, Hunter. And Hunter was beautiful. 
Hunter was smart. Hunter was intelligent. Hunter was everything. And, yeah, Hunter was amazing. But that didn't work out. And, you know, like, I realized that I was gay that day. Going to an extremely conservative college, you know, it was really hard to be myself there. And so I came out to my parents, and I came out to a few friends. My friends, they, they gathered around me, and they supported me, and they just, they just woke, welcomed me. But my parents did not, were not so welcoming. They were, they were hard. It was hard to hear my parents. Uh, first, they started saying that I should go to um, counseling to get rid of my homosexual feelings. And they were saying that, you know, God hates homosexuals and I'll never go to heaven if I'm gay. And that, you know, that I don't belong in church if I'm gay. And that they can never really, they can never truly support me because it, it does not, it, it does not coincide with how they believe, you know. But that was devastating. Just this, the knowledge that that part of who I am was so foreign, so evil, that I couldn't even exist in that space, you know? I couldn't be present in that space in my family as I was because I was flawed. And I went around the next year of my life thinking that I was this flawed person with, you know, nothing, that I was flawed and that I could do nothing for anyone. That I could, that I'd had no voice, and that other people had no voice either. Or that their voice was more important than mine, because, well, at least they still had their family, you know? So my relationship started getting really tough with my family, and so I decided to, um, I went, decided to continue college even though my parents were threatening to um, cut my finances. They were paying for my schooling, you know, and, and I was like, you know, like, well, you can be transgender or you can have my college fund. And I was like, that's bullshit. Why can't I have both? Why can't I be myself and go to college? Why is this not an option? And why, why are you telling me how to live my life, you know? I love my parents, but it's hard to, you know, it's hard when you have this inner fight, you know, between doing what's right and doing what your parents want, you know? Because I know, I know where they're coming from. I know their, their angle is actually pretty, pretty rock solid. They have this, this angle that is influenced by, by their religion and, like, they believe what they believe and that's, that's who they are. It's, it's, it's actually not that bad, you know? That's, that's who they are. It's, it's actually mine. It's actually pretty cool that they continue to follow that even in the face of me being trans. I commend them for that, honestly. But still, it's like, eh, you know, could I, could I have some support, you know? Could you, could you support me? Could you love me? Could you be there for me? You know, that's hard to beat, you know? It's hard, and I get it that it's hard for someone to be there for you and also for someone to like, have a hard time with parts of who you are. I get that, I fully understand 
where my parents' problem with my, with my decisions is. And I've decided to, like, try to navigate the space, my family, you know, because it could get better. You know, it can always get better, but it can always get worse somehow. And I was like, how is this going to get worse? You know, but like, I'm, I'm sure it always can. So I'm in college and I'm not having it. All my friends are like, fuck this, you know, like, I'm like, fuck this. You know, I can't, I can't find anyone to talk to and feel like if I talk about my sexuality or my gender, that I don't belong here. So my, right before I came, right before I came out as transgender in like, in June of 2017, I think, 16. And right before Pride, I said, I'm not, I think I'm trans. I don't think I'm gay, because I don't feel gay. I like guys, but that's, to me, that's not gay. It's just, just part of who I am. And I told my parents, because obviously I don't want to hide myself from them because I believe in that, 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 you know that being yourself is of the utmost importance you know so I told them exactly who I am and I was like you know if you don't like it so what you know I I am I am me and I am powerful and you know I'm trans and my mom and dad flipped out. They were like, oh, no, you're not trans. You just think that you're trans. You're not actually trans because nobody is actually trans. And then there are a few changed to, well, even if you were changed trans, you still shouldn't be trans because, you know, it's, it's bad. You know? And... And then it changed to, well, God doesn't approve of transgender identity because it's not, it's, it's, it's incompatible with Christianity. It's incompatible with Christianity because it's against God. So I said that I was just going to, I was going to be me no matter what. You know, even if I wasn't accepted or anything. I was going to be myself because I believe that's important for me to be myself at all times. So, my parents cut my funding. I'm at college and I, I, I literally started coming out at school. Came up to the superintendent of the school and was like, hey, can I be myself at school? And he was like, uh, yes, but still, you can't be yourself because, you know, that's not accepted here. And you've got you've to work with the rules because we're a Christian place and we got, you got to follow the Christian way. You can't, like, can't be, you know, some heathen at a Christian school. And I was like, Ugh, okay. So I continue going there. And after a couple months, I can't anymore. I just can't. So I decided to quit school. Um, so I quit school. And I was living in Oklahoma trying to make enough money to survive. In Oklahoma, that 
minimum wage is like $8. So it was really hard to make a living in a country like that. So I was doing really bad at that. So my parents said, hey, you want to come home and live with us for a while? So I said, okay. I moved home. And my parents were like, my parents were thinking that I was going to change, that I was going to transform back into a straight person who's not gay, who's not trans, who's cisgendered, and that everything was going to go great. Now, nope, not, not, it didn't happen. I was myself from the very beginning. I said, nope. I wore this outrageously beautiful outfit to my sister's wedding. It was a suit. Um, that I had gotten when I was a kid <laughs> with blue jeans um, and this beautiful like um, beautiful makeup and these Target style Target uh, one inch heels and I rocked it bro I looked so good it was crazy and so I went I was there and a couple weeks later I'm still dressed up like a girl always myself my parents were like Oh, you're not going to change for us. You're going to be yourself no matter what. Oh, that's crazy. I can't believe that. And they're like, hey, that's not cool. Um, we got to, like, you got to be you gotta be different. Otherwise, you know, you can't stay here anymore. You can be trans or you can stay here. And I said, I will leave before I will, you know, give up, give in on myself, give up on myself. So I decided to leave the home. Oh, God, do you want... That was the hardest thing ever for me, uh, leaving home to be homeless. Because I had no options. I had where I was, which was, which was really sucky, and I had my car. I had a car, and that's all I had. And so I decided to, I decided to leave. Um, I had very, very little to my name. I worked at McDonald's, and it was really hard to transition to McDonald's because they're not very, um, they're not very good with transitions at McDonald's in Texas, anyways. So I lived in a at a Walmart for a week. Uh, my parents visiting me every day, and it was just really hard. You know, living in Houston in a McDonald's, you know, in the middle of February. And so I decided to go to Oklahoma. So I moved back to Oklahoma because it was where I, where I fit in best. And I was there for like two weeks. And, and then I decided to move to Colorado. And that has been one of the hardest things ever for me is moving back to Colorado... Moving to Colorado, someplace I've never been, and trying to make it for myself. We'll be right back after the after the after these commercials. After moving back, after moving to Colorado, um, I've been homeless for the last um, year and a half here, and it's and I've started transitioning while I've been here, and it's been really hard to balance the two, to be trans and to be homeless and to be, have mental health issues. These are not things that are easy to do by themselves, much less when they're all 
happening at the exact same time. Um, I started hormones three months after moving here, and it's been, that part has been great, mostly. Uh, there's a few things they don't tell you when you start hormones. Uh, one of them is that one of them is that you you feel different. It, it impacts your your mental health, and it impacts your creativity. It impacts your sexuality. It impacts your. It's a full life thing. It's not just hormones. Hormones are in charge so much, and it's important to know that before you start the transition. Because, you know, it's not always the right time to transition. But you do it when you need to. You know, I decided that I was okay with transitioning during my hormones, I mean, during my hormone state, because I believed that, that, that I had to be myself in order to live, that I couldn't live as Ben anymore, that I had to be Anne, that I had to be Anne in order to live, that, that I had to honor myself with my life, that if I wanted to live my life, I had to live as I am. I had to live my life because as me, you don't you don't go to someone's story and and live someone else's life. You can't. You know, it's really hard to it's really hard to live your own life and to figure out your own rules and how you do it and what's what's right and what's wrong. You know, but you try and that's all that you can do. You can try and try again cuz you have to try. You have to do something. You can't just sit there on your butt. I mean, you can. You can try to sit there because you feel bad about yourself. But at the end of the day, what does that solve? What does that, how does that help your problems? How does that make you a better person? Doing nothing to help yourself. And, and it's important to help yourself. It's important to be there for your own life. You know? It's important to participate in your own life. It's important to, 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 to be you. You know, which is why one of our key principles here at Rosie's is the need to be uniquely yourself. You have to be, you have to bring yourself to the table in order to have an intelligent conversation or a conversation of that matters. You have to be yourself in order to bring your voice to the table. You can't be someone else. If you want to live someone else's life, you're not going to have the impact that you want to have. You have to bring yourself to your table. And then also, we believe that you're, once you know who you are, you are, you are a creative genius. Humans are designed with these incredible brains that are powerful and like nothing that we've seen yet on Earth. They're, they're moldable, they're changeable, they're, they're augmentable, you know? We can change them by learning stuff. A lot of animals, they're like, they, they have what they have and they can't change it. They can't be, they can't make themselves better, they can't do any of that. Like a pigeon, do you see pigeons? Like, learning to play guitar if they want to, or um, learning to pick it, or uh, learning how to organize crime? Do you, do you see pigeons doing any of this? No. Pigeons 
are pigeons. They figure out where to roost. They have babies and they eat. That is their life. That is their job. That is what they do. They don't do anything else. That is their life. We are humans. We are humans for so much more. We have so much capabilities and capacity to learn that it's that we have infinite possibilities as to what we can create. Um, every one of us is a creator, whether we're creators of babies, of beautiful families, of beautiful jobs, of beautiful careers to leave a legacy, beautiful stories of, 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 of living authentically, living yourself and living your best life and, and embracing you and embracing your sexuality and gender and, and, and race and religion. All of these things make up a whole person and we must analyze each part of them to figure out which parts belong, which parts we don't like, which parts we want to change, which parts we love about ourselves. And we, we try and fail so many times at identifying who we are. I'm so scared half the time to, be, to embrace myself because I have no idea what I'm going to do or if it's going to succeed or if it's going to be an absolute failure. I have no idea if it's going to work or not. But I have to try because I have to give it something. I have to give it my all. Once you know that you are creative and that you created for purpose, then you start moving into a period where you... You've got to figure out what you're meant for, what you what you put on this earth to do. You know, you got to figure out why you live here, why you exist, why you matter. What's your voice? What's your opinion? What's your why do you what do you what do you care about? What do you believe in? What do you what makes you happy? What makes you tingly? What makes you you? What makes you tick? That's what matters. It does not matter to me or to anyone, or it shouldn't, what your sexuality is. or All these limitations, they're put on you by other people who are scared. They're scared. They're scared of themselves. They're scared of you because they believe that if you can figure out who you are, you might be better than them. You might be better than them because you might surpass them and you might make a better life than they are that's scary the idea that I'm not living my best life is a lot of times really scary that I could do much better with my life and that I'm not doing really great things with my life because I'm not trying how do you how do you like how do you create life your life is a is a kaleidoscope of people and and feelings and energies and dislikes and likes and experiments and with the with the things that you don't like and determining what's good for you, what's bad for you. And that's unique. That is that is uniquely you. It's positioned just for you. It's created just for you. 
as you are right now. You are created or not created for a purpose, and that purpose is, you know, is unique and it's beautiful. So we we embrace you, we we believe in you, and we encourage you to be yourself. We encourage you to welcome wonderful things, to listen to new ideas with with intrigue, to you know ask questions, ask us what you feel, ask 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 us what you're interested in, and. Tell us what you want to hear. Because we care about your story. We care about you. We care about your life. We care about your passions. And we want your, you to be passionate. We want you to tell us, write uh, blog articles to us. And tell us what your life's like. Uh, write, write a memoir. Uh, and put it, link it to our Facebook or Twitter. Um, I want you to be there. I want you to be active. And I want you to... I want to form community with you. I want to form a place where your your opinions, my opinions, can both be shared. The ultimate respect and sensitivity that is required, and a beautiful place to do that is here on podcast. Because I believe that with your uh, with your voice, well the world changes and we are world changers and we believe that everything is here for a purpose we're here for a purpose I'm here for a purpose none of us are purposeless so stop acting like it (laughs) okay please follow us on twitter and social media tag your story with, with the hashtag your truth matters and just start embracing you. Start embracing your truth and your life. And sooner or later, you're going to realize that you are powerful. You have, you, you matter to someone. And that someone's yourself. And that someone is this community. And I love you. And I hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and look for more in the coming weeks. As we explore podcasting and figure this shit out, bro. We're going to figure this shit out. (laughs) See you later. Peace out.